Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to a special audio episode of Tea with Abby, the show where we sip and talk the tea about the truth of what it is like to run a business. This season, season three, we are focusing on partnerships, brothers, cousins, best friends, husbands, wives, all kinds of partners who have set out to be co-founders and start a business. As someone who runs Blended Sense with my husband, and we also have another couple in our business as well, uh, this is something that I'm very interested in talking to other partners about, the ways that they handle that work-life balance um, that we're all particularly juggling right now. All right, everyone, I am so excited for today's episode because as you know, Albert and I are becoming parents. So we are now going to be not only husband and wife co-founders, but also raising a child together. And that is exactly what we're talking about today uh, on this episode featuring Gerald and Candace Youngblood of Tanky. Welcome to the show. How are you guys doing today? Really, really well. We're Thank you well. so much, Abby. And congrats, by the way, on your upcoming baby. That's exciting. Thank you so much. We are excited. And as I uh, have learned about Tanky, there's a very strong influence on um, the child that you are raising together and why this company exists. Um, you have created an incredible platform that puts kids first, and it's a safe gaming platform for digital entertainment for children between the ages 6 and 12. Um, as someone who lives with a gamer, I know exactly what you guys are talking about. And can you just enlighten us a little bit on exactly what Tanky does and, and why they do it? Sure, yeah. I mean, um, our whole company was really... Um, based on what we're experiencing at home with with our son and how different his media consumption is from the way that we grew up. Um, and so Tanky is a media company that's really built for the on-demand generation. So um, kids now want content when they want it. And one of the most popular types of content is around games. Um, so watching people play Minecraft and Roblox and um, all kinds of different games. And so uh, we built this media company to create original content and also um, as a platform to watch the content in a, in a safe space. Uh, so uh, Tanky is available uh, both as an app and even now as a streaming TV uh, station on various different platforms. So uh, mobile on iOS and Android um, and also on, on TV as well. Wow. Congratulations. Um, so when, when we are referring to like this kind of the streaming world, this on-demand entertainment destination for kids, um, you know, when we say it's a safe place for kids to watch these video game videos, that's a funny thing to say, video game videos. <laughs> um, what, like, what does that mean? Why does that exist? Like what, what, uh, what's the problem that parents face that led you guys to creating Tanky? Um, yeah, so our, uh, our, mission and really the company started because um, we saw that our son was uh, wanting to watch more videos on YouTube or, or Twitch um, than watching content on Nickelodeon or the Disney Channel. Um, and, you know, for me, my background is in, in tech and gaming. And so um, it's 
one of the ways that I connected with him, um, but I also realized that, um, you know, if he were watching Nickelodeon, we could walk out of the room and go and do other things, and we were confident he wouldn't get into uh, content he wasn't supposed to see. Or even ads, you know, ads mm -hmm. that were inappropriate. That's one thing that we came across um, with YouTube is that maybe, you know, it started out innocent and kid-friendly, but, you know, it, I would check in with him, and it would be something that, you know, made me take a double, a double look. And so it was important for us to create an environment where kids could do the things they love, but in a safe environment and parents could feel confident to go to step away and go and cook dinner or, you know, do anything that they needed to do and, you know, feel that their kids were safe. Yeah. And so all the content on our platform is reviewed um, by an actual human being um, to make sure that it's it's totally safe um, so that parents can have that confidence in the content and kids can watch the the gaming videos that they they love to watch. Wow. Albert and I were just kind of having this conversation the other day. We were thinking about, you know, how are we going to incorporate technology as parents? And mm -hmm. and when do we start using a screen? And we both felt very firmly like we don't want to allow it to just become a parent, a, a tool that gets out of hand that we use in as, as an excuse. And just thinking about, oh my gosh, in how many years are we going to have to introduce this child to a phone? Are we going to have a, when, when do we get you a smartphone conversation? And, um, yeah. and you're not alone in that conversation. You know, that's an issue, a major issue with a lot of parents these days, you know, technology can be a blessing, but it can also be, you know, a hindrance in some aspects. So it's it's a fine line that, you know, you have to, as a parent, um, kind of balance. Yeah, that makes sense. I do think it must be scary and overwhelming to uphold values in your own home and the way you parent, but then not be able to control what the internet uh, throws your way uh, your child's way and that disconnect and um parenting yeah when I was a kid I mean that was not something that my parents ever really thought about was what was on what was on my computer you know I didn't uh it didn't exist quite yet so it seems like it's a much trickier place to be a parent these days um, um as we have kind of gone through this pandemic state in the last several months um I can imagine that your company is now, I mean, it's probably even more essential than it ever was before as parents are working from home and they need a way to safely uh, entertain their kids while they get their work done. Uh, it, yeah, it's, it's, it's been interesting, you know, um, for us, our, our son um, basically never went back to school um, starting the week before spring break. Um, and so the time spent at home has greatly increased, which meant that um, kids need, you know, more to entertain them. And uh, we're really happy to have Tanky be part of that solution. And so, um, yeah, we, we have definitely seen um, additional time just spent on the platform. Um, and for us as a company, it's been interesting because it, it coincided with us expanding our um, uh, distribution onto different platforms too. So. Uh, essentially, what we saw was in March, we, you know, we saw a big increase in, in viewership, 
um, and it starts to look kind of like summertime traffic. Um, but at the same time, we uh, have really been focused on expanding more into the connected TV space. Um, and so right around that time, we also launched on Comcast Xfinity. And so we saw a, a real um, influx in users you know, there and in Roku and in, in other platforms. And so, um, you know, for us, gosh, from uh, February to May, we saw like a 500% increase in, um, in, in watch time on the platform overall. Wow. Wow. What a, I've been trying, as I've had all these conversations, because I've been recording this podcast series throughout the pandemic, and just kind of picking up on the small silver linings that this mm -hmm. really unusual state of the world has uh, given us. Um, that seems like one of them there that you've created something that was hit the timing of what was needed kind of perfectly. Um, what an incredible thing to get to experience. For yeah, yeah, you know, it's, it's interesting. I think for us, it's more um, it just accelerated the pace a little bit, um, but the the trend is is there, right? I mean, kids are spending more and more time on these devices, and um, you know the way we look at it is the more time they spend watching content on Tanky, the less time they're on some other platform where they could run into the wrong things or, you know, hit you know chat or all kinds of things that are that are out there. So, um, you know, we're, we're we're happy to be that solution, but at the same time, it's it's a difficult time in the world right now, and so, um, you know, the, it's there's a lot of ups and downs, and so yeah, we're we're looking for silver linings as well. <laughs> I think that's kind of the only way to get through right now, which maybe is a great segue into the next part of our conversation, which is what I'm focusing on this season is talking about this idea of partnerships and um, running a business with your spouse or someone that you have a very close relationship to outside of your workplace. Um, it's been, a, it's a, by all, I would say 90% of the time, it is an incredible thing. Sometimes, of course, it gets a little difficult, but there's power in a partnership um, in your business when you're also co-founders as well. And so the two of you are husband and wife. Um, Gerald, you're the CEO and Candice, uh, you're the content manager. Um, were you both naturally involved in getting the business started um, or, or how, did, how did you begin working on this together? Um, yeah, so initially um, I was more involved in kicking off the business. So I think this kind of speaks to uh, how our, our strengths kind of play out in, the, in our partnership. And so um, I deal pretty well in chaos <laughs> and um, uncertainty. <laughs> Um, and as you know, like the beginning of any startup, any, you know, real startup should begin with a little bit of chaos and uncertainty. And so, um, so I initially worked um, um, with a few people on developing the concept and, and putting um, the initial product together. So kind of going from zero to um, beta, <laughs> um, sort of with the, with the product. Um, but Candice actually... Um, joined a little bit into the journey and really took over um, our content review process. Um, and, you know, and now her role is really more as the head of content and community for the platform. So 
uh, once we had a little bit of structure in place, uh, Candace came in and um, has really built an amazing community that I think you know she can talk a little bit more about, um, but also has deepened relationships with our content creators as well. Yeah, so like Gerald said, um, he, he is more of the risk taker. He's more, you know, he deals well with chaos. In the beginning, I love the concept of Tanky. I thought that this was something that needed to be out there, but I'm not the risk taker. So it was, it was interesting to kind of let go of control and um, let him follow his passion with, you know, no certainty in the issue. Um, so that was my first struggle, but, um, and I think his struggle was, you know, and we've always said our marriage, our family is priority. And so he didn't necessarily want to bring me in because he didn't want it to affect our marriage or our relationship, you know? And yeah. so it, it was, you know, I kind of slowly crept my way in and showed how I can be of value to him. And, and honestly, I try, I started out, it was a trial 30 day period. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I said, let me help you. Like I have just as much passion now. My background is not in gaming, but I have the passion. My background is in education. So I have a passion for kids and kids well-being. And so I said, give me a shot. Let's try 30 days. Let's see if it doesn't work out. No hard feelings. No hard feelings, you yeah, know? I think it was about day three where I realized I, like in life, could not live without her. <laughs> <laughs> so, and so here we yeah. are about a year and a half later. And, you know, we haven't discussed renegotiating <laughs> the deal. The 30 days. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's it's been... It's been an interesting thing with the pandemic. And like Gerald said, I, I run up, I had content review. And so it's been fun to kind of um, figure out our content review process and what our standards are as Tanky. And also um, heading up community. You know, I, I um, head up, there's an app called Pop Jam, and it's a social media app for kids. And it's safe. It's, you know, they don't ask any personal information or anything like that, similar to Tanky. And so I, I get to engage with, I think this week we hit 70,000 followers. Oh my um, God. So I get to interact with those kids every day and I get to, you know, talk with them and see what's trending as far as gaming or life in general. We just um, hit this coming week, we're, we have 50 weeks of fan art. So every week we feature fan art um, in a video on our app. And so we are almost at a year now that kids have been supporting us and been loving what we're doing. And um, as far as the pandemic, it's been fun and interesting to interact with these kids and, and hear their perspective on the pandemic. Mm. You know, they're posting about, 
you know, wear your mask, wash your hands, um, stay healthy, stay safe. And so it's just been a really, really fun and interesting experience to not only be on the content side, but to get to actually interact with our customers. You know, that has been really enlightening and, you know, satisfying for me. I can also imagine how motivating it is to continue getting up and working hard every day to continue to build Tanky. Um, yeah, especially during exactly this pandemic. Yeah. Especially during this pandemic. Because I mean, you're in the same place 24 seven, basically, and you tend to lose a little bit of motivation. It's natural, you know, day in and day out. But I see these kids and I hear our customers and how much they love what they're doing and how they love certain influencers or certain games that we're promoting. And it it motivates you again, it re-energizes you and you, you know, it makes you think this is why I do what I do. Yeah, and I think the other thing that's been really important to us from the very beginning is um, to appreciate how much kids have to offer when you listen to them, right? Like, um, and, you know, they're a wealth of imagination of, you know, creativity um, and some of the things that you know, we don't love about other platforms is they think they can automate kids content or they can put an auto filter out and, and deliver things. Um, but, you know, kids are discerning. They have really great ideas. And so what I've noticed from, and what I love about Candace's interaction on Pop Jam is kids feel heard. You know, I think that's been the key to the fan art and all these other things is um, just allowing them to have their voice heard is is super important, and we hope we're um, kind of you know paying that forward with Tanky. It seems like that un unless you were um, you know married and a family and have your own child, that um, Tanky wouldn't be able to exist really because you bring this unique perspective of a family into it. You give it heart. You give it authenticity. Um, which I don't, you know, the, the outcome of uh, a bunch of founders who've never had children coming before try to make a platform might be a little bit different. When you have real life experience, you understand this from a from just a whole other level. Um, as your target Marty, uh, audience lives in your house. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. um, how has been handling that kind of workflow of, day-to-day -day life um, while being in this pandemic state, all working together from home, um, living at home, do the, do the lines bleed together or do you have clear boundaries on how you guys go about your day? Um, you know, we weren't really sure how this was all going to play out, to be honest. Um, Pre-pandemic, Gerald worked, you know, out of the house. I worked from home and Gerald worked out of the house most days. We had some days where, you know, we were in the same household working together. But when the pandemic came, it kind of threw us all for a loop. Not only were we working together 24 seven in the same house, but we also had at the time a 10 year old that was now at home 24 seven. And we had homeschooling that we were trying to coordinate um, so it kind of threw us all for a loop, but, you know, overall, I think given the 
situation and the circumstances that are, were unprecedented, I think we're doing the best we can and overall just doing well. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just adapting. I mean, we, you know, I was worried about our son um, having things to do. He's a really active kid. Um, and, you know, one of the things that he does is, is martial arts. And so his, um, his martial arts is now uh, online <laughs> as well. Um, and, and doing that, you know, via video conference has been, been interesting. But um, I think we're doing okay. And we also realize that we're, we're fortunate. You know, I think about um, parents with um, really young kids, right? Um, and not having childcare is, is so difficult. Um, and then, you know, you think about people that are at higher risk um, for, um, you know, for getting sick right now and, and seriously ill right now. So we, we also remind ourselves that we're really fortunate that we're in the situation that, that we're in and that we have a business that we can, we can run remotely. And I think that's the biggest thing. We see so many people in the news or personal stories about people that are out of work or their businesses have gone under. And we're fortunate enough that we're in a business that one, we can work from home and two, that is sustainable during this difficult time. That is absolutely a blessing. How incredible to have that. Um, I think Albert and I would agree with you as well that it's been empowering uh, to have something to get up and build every day and live for every day and be able to pour ourselves into um, amidst all the chaos and how uh, traumatic some of the moments have been for us. Um, that, and that's what I find the beauty in being able to turn to each other. I'm sure you experience this as well. And, and you know, acknowledging when it's hard and feeling the joys together uh, and then kind of coming together over dinner and reflecting on all of it and saying, wow, that was, what a day was that? <laughs> um, is it all divide and conquer between you guys? Do you often collaborate together? Um, or do you definitely try to handle each of your expertises? Um, I, I think it's a combination of the two. There's definitely uh, things that lean more towards our strengths <laughs> and, and struggles. Um, and, and so there are areas like, uh, for, for Candace in particular, um, the content review process, I mean, she owns that end-to-end, -end, um, you know, consulted periodically, um, and then also for community and even uh, interacting with our, um, our content creators is, is something that, you know, she drives on a day-to-day on -day basis. Um, for me, I'm more involved in a lot of our, our distribution, our you know, our, um, some of our strategic deals and things like that. Um, but the thing that we come together on all the time is content. You know, at the end of the day, it's a content company. So when we're thinking about um, what we think is uh, trending content, when we're looking at um, how we're going to plan out and map out um, our schedule for the, the TV channel, um, for our on-demand app, like that, those are things that we're constantly in communication about. Um, and even um, strategizing about what new influencers we want. I mean, mm -hmm. we vet them heavily and we, you know, if someone comes across somebody that says, hey, you know, this person, you know, has potential. I mean, we pass it along to each other and we, you know, each person researches it separately and then we come together and kind of give our opinion and 
and what we think their value will be to Tanky. So, I mean, when it comes to content, I think that's our um, main source of collaboration. But yeah, like he said, we each have our strengths and struggles and um, we're actually very opposite people. Um, <laughs> even we're complete opposite, to be honest. Um, besides our core values, there's not much that is similar with us. Yeah, and, and it's, it's, it's scientifically documented. We're opposites on, say, the, on the Myers-Briggs. <laughs> prior, prior to getting married, we took personality tests and we are opposite on every single letter. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I think that while it, it could be um, distracting or bad for some relationships, I think it works. We have been together 17 years now, just in July. And so it works great for us where he struggles. I, you know, can pull us through and where I struggle, he pulls me through. So it's. Yeah. And 17 years with me is, is probably closer to 35 or so. So <laughs> at least, at least. <laughs> So, so you are had already kind of, you know, done the work in your marriage separately in your relationship to understand how to problem solve together. Um, do you apply that when there is a disagreement or a business decision you might not feel aligned on um, in Tanky? Uh, yeah, we do. I mean, I would say it's not a, it's not a perfect it's process. It's not a hundred percent. Let's be honest. I mean, we are still human. Just yesterday, we we're not getting along so great, <laughs> you know, business-wise. So I told him, I said, good thing we're not doing this interview yesterday because it would have been a different story. There's a lot more tea. Yeah, I was, was, been, I was like, there is some tea going on there then. You would not have enough time for the tea. But, <laughs> but no, overall, I mean, we, it's, we're human, we're married, we've been together for a long time. We have been quarantined basically 24 seven for the last five months, you know? Um, it's, you know, it's common to have problems and it's anticipated to have problems and not be, you know, lovey-dovey and congratulatory all the time. Yeah, it's, it, you know, it's interesting because I do think, though, that us being together and understanding that um, sometimes we need to, like, walk away and take a minute has been um, really important. Um, the other thing that I need to say, too, just in terms of, like, um, you know, how we interact together, I, what I've come to realize in this business, and, like, thank, I'm very thankful for Tanky for this, is um, that... Candace has been a partner in the business, um, you know, just as much as she's been a partner in life, right? So it's 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 refreshing to be able to actually um, get to see her work through all these different business scenarios, help help me, you know, take this company from the seven users or whatever we had the first day to you know uh, hundreds of thousands and stuff now, um, and so. That's been really amazing for me, um, you know, through this process. And I'm, and even on days when we got a little more tea than others, I'm um, definitely thankful for that. That's sweet. Thank you. <laughs> That's very sweet. 
Um, I can hear it in your voices, though. I think that being able to candidly talk about the conflict and the struggle, um, I don't know, it, it's, 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 it's nice to be able to say, wow, that was, it was a bit of a rough day yesterday. I'm glad we... Yeah, well, and that was, that. you know, that was the, the conversation yesterday. We had our moment where we both were frustrated, but, you know, at the end of the day, we came and we said, hey, this was my frustration. And he said, this was my frustration. And we, you know, figured out how we can, you know, move forward and deal and address these issues in the future. You know, I think the key is communication. Mm -hmm. You know, I know it's so cliche to say communication is the key, but honestly, it is you know, in relationships, in partnerships, business partnerships, it's, you know, it really, really is the key. And as long as like, I can deal with anything, as long as you communicate with me, you know, it's the lack of communication that, you know, can cause issues on both ends. So, I mean, you know, mm -hmm. I think that's, that's the key. Yeah, I think, and that's like the kind of the superpower that, um, founders who have a relationship outside of their business can offer is they understand how to communicate to each other on a, just a whole other level. And they're not afraid to um, problem solve and get through those moments because they have a relationship outside that is valuable to them. Um, and they right. care about that person in, in, a, in a way that, you know, um, maybe two foot co-founders who just came together that it's it's different you know when you have to you're going to go home and you're going to be sleeping next to that person tonight. right so you better find a way to figure it out <laughs> yes. yes and Absolutely. i think that's what it comes down to at the end of the day is you figure it out you make it work because obviously in in this pandemic no one's going anywhere so <laughs> you got you've got to figure it out yeah. <laughs> um what do you guys like to do to recharge together you know after a long day of working on your business or as a family i know that activities are limited right now but uh what are the things uh you guys do to enjoy a bit of a recharge you know and since the three of us are together 24 seven. I want to preface by saying that I think it's important for each of us to have our own moments to decompress. So we have um, created separate environments where we can each step away and have our alone time and do what we love. Like Gerald loves to watch esports and read and be a geek. <laughs> yes, I, do. Um, sure. I enjoy, you know, art and drawing and reading, you know, whereas our son enjoys gaming, you know, and it's, it's something that we've had to kind of come to terms with. He loves gaming, obviously, but he is required to read in order to game. So it's all kind of just finding a new normal. He is an only child, so it's important for us to have for him to have that social interaction with his friends and that comes through gaming. So maybe he gets a little more extra gaming time, but that's his socialization time. Um, they talk over video games and they, 
you know, can stay connected. So when they do start back school, you know, he has maintained and even grown those relationships um, over this break. Yeah, and I, I would say that pre-pandemic and post-pandemic, our favorite thing to do is to is to travel. So we really hope to get back to that. Um, yeah, we had we had a really cool trip to Korea last year, which is great. Um, that's our son does a, a Korean martial art, and so um, so that was great. So we're we're absolutely missing that um, right now <laughs> during the pandemic. So I hope hoping get get back to that at some point in the future. Yeah, but in the meantime, I mean, we're enjoying playing games together. We're enjoying movie nights. And, you know, we, we adopted two kittens during quarantine. So it, it has been, I think that they, I keep saying it, but they are our emotional support animals during this <laughs> stressful time. You know, it's not, it's not uncommon to see a cat in someone's lap some point throughout the day. I couldn't agree more. I have a little uh, Chawini. She's loving that we're home all the time, of course, and she's often in my lap as well during meetings. And you're right, it is emotional support. I look in her little eyes and I'm, I'm like, you have no idea what's going on. <laughs> you're just, you just love me. And I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, it's, it's huge. I, I remember somebody at the uh, Black and Tech conference saying that we're not working from home. We're um, working from home uh, during trauma, <laughs> you know, um, because of everything going on in the world. So it's it's really important um, to be able to recharge. Um, Gerald, you just kind of made me want to think about briefly touching on this. I didn't put it in my notes or anything, um, but before you know, we say hi to Jaden and stuff. Your family is, I'm sure, also been probably having conversations around this incredible social movement that's happening in our country right now um, on top of this pandemic trauma. Uh, how have you guys been navigating conversations around uh, race and equality in your household? Um, you know, it's actually, it, it obviously as a, as a black founder, uh, my wife is Hispanic, our, <laughs> our son is both. Um, uh, everything that's happened whether it's uh, Breonna Taylor to George Floyd, um, it's brought up um, a lot of things. I know for me in particular, and just memories because um, I think for a, a lot of black Americans, they weren't surprised. Like that, that's almost one of the worst, um, the worst things to deal with is a uh, lack of surprise on our side and the rest of the world was, was really really shocked. Um, and so um, I think the, the positive that we've seen is that it has opened up a conversation um, that, that really, you know, uh, a lot of allies, a lot of other people have joined the conversation, have asked questions about it. Um, and so I, I've been dedicating some time to actually speaking to some groups, both at um, companies and uh, doing um, podcasts and, and chats um, to continue that conversation. Um, and I, I do believe that this time uh, there will be action because at the end of the day, you know, we, we started Tanky because of our son. Um, and when you see um, brutality, you see these other things, it's just another thing that we need to protect our kids from. 
you know, it's a world that you don't want your child growing up in um, with things not changing. And so um, it's really shined a spotlight on the fact that uh, we need to actively be anti-racism uh, and um, we need to have these difficult conversations. And so I'm thankful, I'm really thankful for that. Um, and I think that there's hope, but it's, you know, it's been one other tragedy on top of the coronavirus tragedy that uh, has faced us here recently. Indeed. I can imagine as well how rampant um, racism can be toxic on regular streaming platforms and how mm. children can be exposed to ideas um, that they frankly don't need to be uh, you know, yeah, that, that was actually one of the things that was really important about Tanky is to have uh, safe engagement so we don't have any free text chat or direct messaging or anything. We actually let kids uh, respond with emojis. <laughs> so, you okay. know, to keep, it, to keep it safe and entertaining, which is, you know, what, what our goal is. Yeah, well, I'm really proud to both be speaking with you today. I mean, you are uh, the future of work and that is so exciting. Um, I'm so curious to meet this famous Jaden. Um, I did catch one of his interviews on YouTube. I would love to know who Weiselcat is. Is that <laughs> Wells is that Cat? Wells Cat. Wells Cat. Okay. That's, game um, <laughs> that's okay. There we go. Well, um, obviously, it's very apparent that your son has influenced your business in so many ways um, as it's grown and taken off. Um, in its current state today, um, is Jaden still actively influencing the direction of where you're going to be taking Tanky in the future? Uh, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, we actually just uh, grabbed a, a new game that came out uh, yesterday for him to test out and give feedback yeah, on. I so. mean, he, he comes <laughs> to us and he says, hey, mom my or dad, my friends are playing this game. It seems really cool. Can you look into it? And so we do. We do the research and we find influencers that are playing those games. And, you know, we are out of tune sometimes with his generation. So he is our outlet and he tells us, and same as the Pop Jam community, they tell us um, what is trending? I mean, we, the, the goal of Tanky was to really embrace and take in these kids' perspectives as far as even the Tanky name and the Tanky logo. I mean, we, we, you know, polled his friends. We polled our godsons and our cousins and friends of friends. And, you know, kids have really been at the heart of everything that we do. So the fact that he is into gaming still and tells us, you know, what is trending has really, really helped us. Yeah, we, we do have the famous Jaden in the room now, yes, too. Yes, the famous <laughs> Wells cat. There he is. Hi, Jaden. How are you? Hi. Good. Um, is your voice the voice of the um, audio tag that played right before the video that I watched, it was like, Tanky! Yes. That's you? Yes. <laughs> That's we'll, awesome. We're collecting royalties on that one. Yes, forever, <laughs> forever. Exactly. Um, Jaden, I'm hoping you could tell us um, and our audience a little bit about 
what's trending right now? Like what, what is some, in your opinion, some of the most popular games or things that people are enjoying? Um, probably like Minecraft and Fortnite and probably the newest one is uh, going to be Fall Guys. There's been a lot of like big people doing it. Cool. What's like your, um, I, I only know a little bit of gaming lingo. I'll be honest. I didn't um, grow up much as a gamer, but I am, my brother-in-law is very much a gamer. In fact, I'm pretty sure he's on there right now. <laughs> what is, uh, I know that there's a couple different styles people like to play in, whether it's first person or um, I don't know all the lingo, but what kind of games do you like to play? Like what's the style of them? Probably like uh, third person shooters and like PVP and stuff. That's the word. Very cool. So you, uh, what grade are you in? I am going into sixth. Going into sixth. Has school started back up for you yet? No. No. Yes. Will you guys be going virtually from home right now? Like what's, do you know what the plan is? Uh, virtually. Virtually. Wow. Um, has, would you say being in school virtually is, do you think you're good at it or it's easier for you because of how much you love to game? Do you think that there's any similarities between those two experiences? I don't, I don't really know. <laughs> that just, you just made me wonder. I'm wondering, you know, if kids are experiencing the same Zoom fatigue that I can say that I experience um, working virtually. Um, it's long. Uh, I'm sure you guys know more than many of your teachers about how to use the internet in the virtual world. Definitely. <laughs> teaches us. I bet. Um, Jaden, what has it been like watching your parents build this company and, and create something that um, you know, and was inspired by what you love to do and the relationship you have with your dad. Mm -hmm. It's it's really been cool that they've made um a like app um for like what I was going through when I was um going when I was going through a lot of content that wasn't fit for me, and it made it that much easier to find a video that I really liked and that was comfortable for me and my parents didn't have to look and see what I was watching. It's pretty cool. So do you have friends that use Tanky and you can be like, oh yeah, we built that. Mm -hmm. I definitely do. That's awesome. Um, well, it's so nice meeting you. Can you tell, I, I pronounced your gamer name alias totally wrong what is your alias name um wells cat wells cat that's cool what is what does that name mean um i would I, I really like fishing and i like fish in general and i want to be a marine biologist and um my favorite fish is um it's called the wells catfish and i made my name like that that's very cool where do you find wells catfish spain <laughs> <laughs> an exotic catfish very cool yeah it's not the biggest it's like, like they can grow up to like 900 pounds six oh to my gosh. pounds yeah. yeah yeah they're crazy yeah we don't have any 
a rod or equipment to uh, yeah. fish for a, a Wells catfish. Oh, but. that is a fierce <laughs> catfish. That's really cool. Like, up to, like eight feet long. I mean, longer than a body and like up to 900 pounds. But yeah, so he took his gamer tag from that. That's a that's a fierce uh, giant monster name you got there. That is really cool. Um, Jaden, thanks so much for saying hi. Um, I really loved being able to talk to you for a little bit. Um, and Gerald and Candace, I'm so grateful for you being honest and open about what this year has been like um, and what it's been like building Tanky as husband and wife and as a family. I think this is such an incredible product and I cannot wait to see if uh little baby B in, in several years wants to become a little gamer and we, and we use this platform to stream um, content. Um, it's something overwhelming to think about. I'm taking it one day at a time, but. Um. One day at a time. That's all. <laughs> well, everyone, thank you so much family for being on tea with Abby. Um, before we go, uh, we always end with a statement sip, which is just a tip or something that our guests do um, or say. In the past, it was a mantra. Um, we kind of touched on it a little bit of the ways you like to recharge and recover. Is there anything, um, a tip that you'd like to personally share with our audience about how you keep yourselves mentally healthy and sane uh, through this year? Um, yeah, I think for us, it really comes down to just sticking with our with our mission. Um, and our, our mission as a company is to be heroes with and for kids everywhere. Um, and I think in these times when everybody is, is so distanced, um, it's nice to remind yourself that you can actually go and do something great um, with and, and for the people around you. So um, yeah, so hey, if you can find the space, um, then be a hero, you know, do something special for whoever it is or whatever cause it is. Um, we need that now more than ever. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much everyone for joining us today. It was a pleasure. Um, I'm giving you a virtual cheers from my water glass, not tea today. Um, to our audience, thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next time. Thanks so much for watching Tea with Abby. Be sure to click subscribe and smack that like button so you can stay tuned. <laughs> smack that like button. See that like button? Smack it. Thanks so much for watching an episode of Tea with Abby. Be sure to click subscribe and smack that like button so you can stay tuned with new episodes all year long. And if you want to learn more about Blended Sense, visit us at our website, www.blendedsense.com, or follow us on social at Blended Sense or at BlendedSense.io. See you next week.